I'll try to keep this one short. Taking a walk. It's the 4th of June. 2023. It's a full moon night too. Or at least it was yesterday. And now it's receding again. 99%. Uh, plot twist. Surprise. I'm blonde. From very rather dark brown hair to blonde. In 40 minutes, I went to a friend's place, Armando, we do calisthenics together, and he just put this thing on my head, it burnt like crazy. I think he put way too much, and I was worried like I permanently damaged my scalp. Then, we, then he wrapped it with nylon, and 30 minutes later, I was, uh, he took it off, and it was orange. Then we shampooed it with this like purple shampoo, kept it on for 10 minutes, showered. And bam, I was blonde. So I'm blonde. And I don't care, you know? Because I remember I wanted to do it about three, no, no, about seven weeks ago. Before my Amsterdam trip and, and whatnot. And it didn't work out, didn't work out, didn't work out. And now when he, he I saw him, he said he wanted to do it still. I was like, yeah, I'm not sure. Back then, I was thinking, oh, how are people going to see me? How am I going to be on these trips? And, and now I just like really didn't give a fuck. You know, that's why I mean, it was the, the right time. I just wonder what mom's going to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so generally, I'm in a place where I'm trying to refocus on the things that matter. Maybe I'm always in that place, but. There's a difference between thinking you're confident and doing the things that you think are true to you and hoping that things align to that versus uh, questioning that a lot and thinking that you have to follow a protocol because otherwise you're not right as a person. So I had this feeling on Friday on the way to a karate class. I met a girl in calisthenics on Wednesday and I had her number and then and I was thinking to myself like all these rejections, all this trial of being not passive but like accommodating to when we can meet, when we're planning, it's too much planning, too much going around the bush, too much drama. So I sent her a voice message and I told her, like, listen to me, I'm going to be direct. I, I'm looking for a relationship with someone that could be physical, with someone that I feel like can understand me. I feel like you're someone who, like, we can both understand each other really well. If it's something you'd like to explore, let me know. If it isn't, uh, I, I respect that completely. I don't want to beat around the bush. And I said that. Yeah, she didn't reply yet. It's Sunday. Uh, then there's this part of me that thinks, oh, is that too much? Should I then just say, like, oh, let me see, maybe it didn't plan too well, I apologize, or whatever. And saying it now, I don't feel like it's so wrong. Uh, saying it now, it's like, it's surprising for the woman, for sure. But there is the, the fact that, like, if she was aligned to whatever the fuck it is that I am, 
on something like that would land well, you know, maybe one in a thousand times or ten thousand, a hundred thousand times, but it could land well. And then I don't have this, I don't want to have this attempt. I don't want to have this attempt where, oh, I was thinking today, I could have uh, invited her out to go to a comedy show tomorrow instead of going to the yoga class that I booked tomorrow. And this comedy show I wanted to go to, it sounds like fun. Uh, but no, instead I ruined it for myself. So this thought of ruining it for myself is pretty insane. And carrying that with me and forgetting that I live an abundant life because of this idea of how often I ruin it for myself is really self-defeating. It really puts me down. It really makes me forget that of all the good things that happened to me. I think like, oh, I fucked it up with this girl, with that girl, with that girl, with that girl, with that girl, this way, that way, this way, that way, that way. I could have had her if I did that. If, I, if, 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 if. And I'm reading about genetics now a lot more. I'm spending a lot more time reading back again, and I'm really happy about that. And a part of genetics is just like really how deep it goes when, like, if, if you lost a mating opportunity a thousand years ago, two thousand years ago, ten thousand years ago, it's like you're fucked if you lost a mating opportunity. Like, there is a part of you that dies. And being myself, I'm losing so many mating opportunities, and I'm just hurting a very deep part of myself with that. Aside from all I'm going through now with therapy and the things that I'm trying to read to try and heal the inner child, try and heal different parts of myself, see how that goes. I had a phase where, you know, it was just a lot of crying and then not wanting to do anything with anyone. And then like relating to that pain and then just got candy and was eating candy and playing video games all day. And still I approached a few women uh, even with that pain that I have inside of me. And I don't know what I expected. I don't think like a lot of good things came out of that, but there were some, like I had one day where I went out and just talked again. And uh, I don't know if it's right to say connected with a lot of people, but at least like got four or five numbers from different girls. And that made me feel the possibility again or the room again, or the, the fact that I have it in me to, to bring out connections, but then this fear of ruining them. But anyways, uh, today I was sitting, uh, I was just like doing Duolingo Japanese, remembering this girl Janine that I just saw like basically once and had sex with and couldn't see again. And I remembered my parents, but it was a different kind of remembering because like for the past three weeks, for the past six months, when I think about my parents, and I was there in January and they loved me and took care of me, and I think about my parents, I'm always thinking about, oh, how my mother didn't give me the exact kind of love I, I wanted, how my dad in these situations was like this and like that, and, 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 and. And there is this truth of how negative I'm making my pattern, my narrative seem out to be, without creating so much room for, oh, my mom 
It was very, very beautiful woman doing her best, and she had a lot of moments where she loved you and took care of you and gave you and and stayed and tried and did her best and kept her own needs down so that she can give you your own needs and so on and so forth. And then your dad, where he worked hard, he made money, he listened to you. My dad was always available for a phone call. He always wanted to know what's happening with me. To, to see how he could help. He always wanted to be there for me. He always wanted to take my opinion into account just to make me feel valuable, even if it was a bad opinion or put me in a weird position or ended up putting everyone in a weird place. He always wanted to make me feel like my opinion is valued. He always tried a lot of things that were beautiful. And it's unfair of me to go about and just shoot these things so negatively at my parents uh, and blaming and feeling even more hurt like okay a part of me felt hurt and wanted to feel hurt and endorsed it and and i spoke about it in the last episodes about you know the, the, the place of hurt that i was operating from and a few days ago i was just like oh i'm not operating from that place anymore it's interesting how states change but where where was that pain? Where is it now? How do I feel it now? A part of me missed it because of how like, deep and real it felt. Even if it fucking felt bad, it felt so bad. When I was feeling it, all I wanted was for it to be gone. So you have to like account for, for that. It's worth feeling bad, but also there's so much room to see, to see good. So my nervous system calmed down. A part of me, the part of me that was regretting, oh, I could have had something with this girl, I could have had something with that girl, I could have... It puts the girl as a big goal that if I achieved, then things are fine, and that's not true. Uh, and I, I remembered that I was in a state that understood this before, where it's like, oh, it's my internal world and my goals and my life that matter. It's not this woman. It's not thinking that by getting her, my, my state is going to improve. It's, it's somehow finding it hard to articulate, but I know that I know it. like so what it didn't work out with uh, Yasmin or Inga or Janine or uh, who else Christina or Tammy or 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 uh, it's, so, it's so funny that that a part of me feels like whoa this thing that already passed and is gone for whatever reason it might be it's something that would have been so important to have held on to. Who would I be now if I was capable of holding on to it? Would I be seeing this person once a week, once every two weeks, and then one of my best friends, Felix, I see once every three months or six months, and I'm happy about it. Uh, why is why is it like now with a girl? I have to. So yeah, two points before I continue. One about my mom giving me so much. When I was in Jordan in January, I wanted to leave my pull-up bar there, bought it for like 30 euros, 
but didn't and took it back with me in my suitcase to save the 30 euros. And I was on the phone with her yesterday and she was like, I want you to get me a pull-up bar. And I was like, oh, fuck. I wish I just kept that one there. You know, now if I went, I would also have a pull-up bar. She would have had a pull-up bar for the past six months to always remember her son. But why is it so difficult for me to give my mom a gift, you know, versus how easy it is for her to give me gifts? Uh, and to think, oh, like this could be... The part in me that wants to be generous for my mom for the right reason isn't there. It just isn't. And I don't know why, I don't know what I can do about it at all. I don't know what I can do about it. It's like... Sometimes I just wish I... Like, sometimes I'm so happy to give... And when it comes to my mom, that feeling, and even talking about it, it feels like there's there's a gap there, there's a hole there. It's not, and it's weird. It's weird. I'd love to want to give to my mom. Uh, sometimes I do have that feeling. It's not like it's always not there. But yeah. So yesterday I was sitting thinking, oh, starting to regret like. This pattern of regret is very strong when it comes to uh, things in the past. I could have done this, I could have done that. And then it's a pattern that builds. Oh, this woman I didn't speak to, I could have spoken to her. I could have spoken to her like this, 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 this. And if I did speak to her, we could have done that, 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 that. And then, and regardless, respective of the girl herself, this pattern is, is constant, you know. If it didn't happen with this girl, it's going to happen with that girl later on, and that girl later on. Second thing I wanted to mention was that I went to... I didn't go anywhere. I just, so this morning, I joined an online meeting of an SLAA group, which is a Sex and Love Anonymous, uh, Addiction Anonymous group. So I was just randomly, you know, looking at literature that has to do with sex and love addiction. I found this book called Getting Off by Erica something. And she, and it caught me like really early on because like she's talking from a very, very deep place about how she was, uh, how she was, since she was 12 years old, like, masturbating four times a day, every day, and trying to find her safety in that, in how that developed. Uh, and it's very, like, bam. And within the first pages, she mentions, like, one of her long-term partners who she ended up cheating on and uh, everything, told her that she can join a group like this. I think he was dealing with uh, alcoholism, so he, know, he knew these kinds of groups. So I just looked online, and immediately I found, immediately I found a group. Uh, they had so many meetings during the week, and one of them was today at 12. So at 11.57, I just remembered that they have it at 12, and sat down and joined the meeting. And, and everyone started, you know, they follow a certain program, they say certain commandments, you know, it's a 12-step program, it involves... Uh, sort of spirituality towards God, you know, having a higher power that can 
yeah, I can understand why you you need support at believing there's a higher power that can get you out of such a bad pattern that's ruining a lot of your life. So they start talking. I was the doorkeeper, basically just keeping track of who comes in after a certain time and ask them if they need to introduce themselves. Marion was, never mind, I'm not going to say names. But so this woman was a timer. And yeah, they say like what, what, what people say here, we keep to ourselves. We keep in our hearts, but not in our tongues. Yeah. I'm not going to say like what anyone specifically said, but just like sitting there and hearing the stories where I'm just like this guy who is going through his own thing. And I'm hearing like people talking about uh, the kind of sex they want to have or the kind of groups they try to go to or the kind of things that their parents did or the, uh, everyone had three minutes to share. Yeah, everyone had three minutes to share. And I was basically the person before last to speak, and the last person who spoke, you know, once. Some people spoke twice, took three, two times a three-minute slot. And when I spoke, and I wanted it to come from the right place, I was just like, guys, I am so addicted to finding beauty in people and observing women and trying to talk to her and trying to talk to her. And, I'm trying to get numbers and thinking about the numbers and thinking about what to say and then how to say it and how much I think I need to put control into into getting these relationships to work and 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 I I just like so much energy. Is she right? Is she not right? Is she vibrating right? No, she's smoking. No, she's doing this thing. No, she's doing that thing. Uh, trying to find the right vibration and following it and it's exhausting and I'm tired and I wanted to stop and I hope I can get that out of this and then bam I didn't say I didn't say which surprised me because like when I had the option to speak like in the first few times that they asked the first thing that came to my mind is saying like oh I went to therapy and cried and abandonment and 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 but no, what it was was like really the actual concrete state that I live every day that I was able to share and that's what came out and that was something I was proud of sharing because that was like real. Uh, I told them like I have eight numbers of girls and that's like eight, eight stories that I feel like I have to follow and and and, and <laughs> so as much as as much as I find it funny and real that uh, writing and my addiction to love and addiction to like women and beauty aren't so separate as as, as one might think uh it's it's still a lot you know it's it's uh, like healing from that i think will only do my art well you know because i'll end up like instead of messaging girls or going out with girls or anything i cancelled uh some plan i was trying to have with a girl this morning and uh, instead of doing it I I had a talk with my housemates and then sat in this meeting and I read a lot and then I ate well and then I read some more and then I played a bit I had a nap and, it was, and a fucking fly was flying around me and then I got up and ate again I did the lingo for like an hour and a bit uh, and yeah, and I read a bit more about workshops, and now I'm here. So like today, today was like pretty nice, proper 
like learning day and getting back to myself in a nice way because I've been feeling like well I'm going here and there to try and try and find something in myself so that I can feel like myself instead of just learning the things I feel like I need to learn so that I can build the things I need to build and just be calm about it you know like a part of me today was shouting and behind are you gonna stay home all day you're not gonna go to the gym you're not gonna go to bouldering you're not gonna go here you're not gonna go there um, I'm so glad I just stayed home like if I just allow myself to be on a pace where I can just focus on the things that matter like this story or that book then I'll just be producing constantly um, without thinking like I need to do all these other things to get further uh, and it's a real thing like it's a very very real thing what's the thing like I can be calm and moving deliberately and still be creating amazing things and still be healthy and still be moving and still be doing workouts. I don't need to work out every single day. I'm having a really long walk right now. On Friday, I did a calisthenics class and then a karate class after. So that was like three hours of tough training. It's fine to, you'll have your moments where you move a lot and do a lot. And probably even tomorrow you'll do a workout and then the yoga, but you can relax. A habit I started again is just like quick journaling in my phone before falling asleep, writing down like all all the things in my head just to dump them before passing out, uh, just waking up with having a lot more deliberation of what's, what to do and how to do it, right? The things I could have said, the things I did. Another habit that was really strong I got from a book was to build a state of abundance. A lot of what I was doing was, uh, I was doing writing 10 things I'm grateful for in a notebook. But what I started doing now is just taking one to two minutes, maybe three minutes, I don't count it, but just doing, rem remembering things that you're grateful for before eating. Yeah, just try to do that before eating every time you want to eat something. I ate two times a day and I forgot, I forgot to do it two times that I ate today, but I think two other times I did remember, or one time at least. And just like, oh, I'm so grateful to how that conversation went very bad, but it taught me to not lose my shit next time. I'm so grateful for how mom take care, took care of me. I'm so grateful for the fact that I can walk outside right now with the weather being really nice. I'm so grateful for the fact that I didn't lose all my hair yesterday when we uh, bleached it. I'm so grateful that there was someone who has love in them who wanted to, to bleach it for me just because they feel like it. I'm so grateful for giving Dennis a hug uh, before calisthenics training. I'm so grateful for meeting all these women and seeing what it helps me learn and hopefully I I I keep growing and I I hope they grow too and I don't want it to just be about me and and just like taking those one to two to three minutes and letting yourself think about that reminded me of things I I would have otherwise forgotten in my day or the day before uh, things that were really beautiful 
it took me out of that pattern of, oh, that beautiful woman, I didn't talk to her, that beautiful woman, I didn't talk to her. I'm so grateful for the ability to move away from that pattern and the ability to, and the possibility of being able to talk to people about it who understand, who understand, you know, they're all going through it too. And it's so available to go and just, regardless of all the God stuff and, and stuff, but like you get to connect to people who are also going through this big time, big time, you know, and you're not the only one going through it. And regardless of what you think, where you could keep thinking, oh, if, if I was just able to get that love back then in that certain way, then this, I would be in a different place right now. But I, I don't know how, how good this, uh, this logic is specifically. Uh, like, oh, if my relationship in fourth grade with that girl actually went well, if my relationship with that girl a year ago actually succeeded, and, and, and. But they all don't succeed, they succeed because of the fundamental reason of having you crave it and want it so much and then feel so disconnected to it when it's there. Uh, like, how many relationships did I just throw in the gutter because I felt like when I'm there and I see that the person looks at me in a way that's dependent, not just dependent, but like they actually think that they can trust me and that I can be there for them. I feel like I'm in an act. I feel like it's not real. And then if it's not real, uh, how can I be there for it? You know, why should I be there for it? And then I start overthinking and thinking like, oh, I should go away now or, or something different. Like, what was this? Hello and red moon. It's a large red moon. Wow. It's one of the most beautiful things I've seen in a long time. There's a lot I'm scared about and I'm unsure about these days. And I feel like I have to overcompensate something to make it right. It's funny how I can move between feeling right to feeling wrong. world of my head.
I'm okay being alone. In Barcelona, I went and said hi to a woman. We had a tea together and talked and she was so loving and she was so secure and she allowed everything from me that was. And she said this sentence, I've always been okay being alone. I've always been fine being by myself. And I think about this now, I think about where I am and then like when I'm going to do this thing or that thing and I think how easy it would have been to have someone be with me right now if I just asked the right person in the right way and I didn't push this person away or that person away. How much joy do I take away from where I am because of thinking I could have been doing it with somebody else. And I hope to practice just feeling alright being there by myself with all those other people. I wish I could talk to you. How easy would it be to die? Working hard is real. I wish I knew who you are. I wish I could know what empathy really is through the heart of someone else. All I love you know is my own. That's enough, isn't it? Have you been hard? Even though you're good and bad. Some guy is trying to take a picture of the moon. Like you can take a picture of it. Yeah, Barcelona last weekend was really cool. I forget uh, all the cool things I keep doing with people. Uh, I have some quiet moments. 
I had an hour to do, I just felt that, and I was just like, what the heck? If I lived with family or something, you know. Having people around you that just love you and allow you. It's so easy for me to try and think there's something wrong. And it's fine to be wrong. Also, you're just being given that context. <laughs> 